0: Welcome to a dab of investment, the go-to podcast on wealth management for people with investments, pensions, and something to leave behind for the next generation, by Alex and David Pritchard, powered by Apple Independent. Hi, and welcome back to a dab of investment. You're here with Alex Pritchard, and today we're going to talk about ten ways to spot an investment scam. These aren't foolproof. These aren't exhaustive. The list that we have here is what we've spent a little bit of time researching. Generally, if something sounds too good to be true, then it probably is consult your financial advisor. Okay, that's the end of the blog. (laughs) Let's have a look at how these 10 are going to go. And this references back to a blog that we did on our website, but it's still good as we have different audiences via blogs and podcasts To go through these things because how protected can we be? We can never be too protected, can we? So, most of these will be pretty obvious. Some of these will be so obvious that you won't even have thought about it. But just to be aware, be skeptical, be cynical, be careful out there with your money and the information that you are giving out. Number one, a cold call or request from an unknown person. Generally, now we are trained as financial advisors. We are trained basically on all sorts of investment scams. Banks and investments are generally incredibly safe. Most money that is stolen nowadays is someone calling you up, saying there's a particular story, and asking you to transfer money direct to their bank account. That's where you're going to get kicked in the teeth because now signatures have to match, You have online banking, you need passcodes. These sort of things are pretty watertight. Two-stage authentications, pretty watertight. But the first one, cold call or request from an unknown person, links in with being asked to make a bank transfer to someone's account. Big no-no. That is one of the biggest areas of fraud and one of the, the most prevalent ways that someone can steal your money by actually getting you to transfer it to them. I don't know if you noticed with your online banking, it's always saying nowadays before you make a bank transfer, make sure it's right. Check this box before you do it. Be very careful and know who you're sending money to. If you're unsure, just don't send the money. If you've got an invoice to pay and you you think it's a scam, but it's actually an invoice you didn't pay last month, they'll get in touch with you and they will make their request legitimate for you one way or the other. Point number two invitation to click a link and enter your details on a third party website. This is another big one, not to on anybody, but the older generation that aren't used to the internet, a page pops up, you've clicked through on a social media website, something like that. And it's just said, enter your login details. And then it's pin codes, card numbers, three digit codes on the back of your card. They are the real sort of warning bells, telltale signs. Again, be sceptical. Don't believe anything. If someone's asking you for money, if you bought a new bike last month, that's 500 quid and you've put it on an invoice and you've got to pay the other half of the invoice because it's now arrived, you're expecting to pay that money. It's legitimate. Always check the legitimacy of everything. Point number three, investment opportunities that guarantee a high return. Guarantee is a word that all investors the general investor that's with me is is of a retired sort of age in the sort of mid-60s, our average client. When the word guarantee comes up, the older generation absolutely love it, and that's why some of these scams are so successful. And Normally, the percentage is 8. They don't guarantee 20 because it's too, it sounds too good to be true. They don't guarantee 2 because nobody cares. Virtually every one of these I've ever seen, they've all guaranteed 8% because it's that sort of percentage that you'd want that makes a difference to your money, but then it isn't too much to sound too good to be true. So guaranteed returns on investments should always be questioned. If something is online, and point number four now, if something is unregulated, real alarm bells going off. There are a lot of online accounts out there that are saying, we'll tie your money up for one, two, three years, and we'll give you 4% here and 7% there and 10% there, and they're just going to bugger off with your money unregulated opportunities that the FCA and the FSCS that are not regulated by those guys, you lose your money and that's your problem. According to the compensation schemes that are here in the UK, you've got to make sure that someone isn't just registered with the FCA, that someone has a regulated activity that they are undertaking here all independent financial advisors, we are all regulated directly with the FCA. And that makes a difference to your protection, any comeback on anything that may be of malicious nature. Point number five, requests for extraordinary amounts of personal details. Again, be skeptical, be cynical. Your glass is half empty. If people are asking you for your info, Yes, if you've called O2 up and you want an upgrade to your phone and they want to know what your date of birth is and your address, great, you've called them. You need to make sure that's the right number, the number that's on your statement, but requests for extraordinary amounts of personal details, it goes without saying. Point number six, which applies to some of the ones we've already mentioned, downplay of risk. People want a return and they want to return with no risk at all. And these things in today's day and age with high inflation, with low rates of cash, although not as we're talking today, base rates are going to go up, we think. Typically, it is a downplay of risk really does try to pull on those heartstrings to get you to invest without the inherent risk. When if someone is trying to, to do that with you, you've got to be very careful and that the person has the right intentions when they're asking for your money. High pressure demands, again, a downplay of risk, point number six, point number seven, high pressure demands. I've got to do this now. I need you to send me this money now. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to do anything in any time scale whatsoever. If you're unsure of something and whoever's asking this, you know, this mystery invoice that you need to pay, if it is legitimate, they will come back to you with legitimacy. They will come back to you with, ah, it's this company. You came in, you had your blue jumper on the other day. Perfect. It gives it legitimacy in terms of what you need to pay, what you need to send. Point number eight, similar kind of thing, a one-time only offer. Now, these things might sound like I'm teaching everybody to suck eggs, but but these are the real scams that work, and we don't want anybody to suffer from them. One-time only offer speaks for itself. Don't do it be very careful. Point number nine, pressing your emotional buttons. Yes. Again, scammers in their sophistication to take money off people have developed better and better ways to talk to people. They have a script. They give you the script. Anyone that's watched the Wolf of Wall Street with the infamous script scene in the, 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 the garage, you know, should know that these things are designed to get you to do what you shouldn't be doing be skeptical, glass half empty. If it's something you don't recognize, ignore it. And if it is legitimate, it will come back to you with legitimacy. Point number 10, social media posts. They're absolutely not a reliable source of advice for investments. I see so many scam, and and I'm a person in the know here. I see so many social media posts that say, Martin Lewis recommends this cryptocurrency. (laughs) Yeah, pull the other one. You know, it's, just putting someone's legitimate face on there, respectable people. You click through the link, you put your details in, wave goodbye to some of your money. You know, glass half empty here. Be skeptical. There are then obviously ways that you can we've talked about these ways of taking your money. There are more ways to protect your money. We've made a few bullet points in this blog, and I'll just run through them. Stop any the unsolicited conversation. It goes without saying. Challenge what you've been told. Do your research and due diligence. Use the FCA warning list, which we have linked in our blog. Be alert to anything overseas. Overseas property has been a right hotbed of, of taking people's money. The property development falls under and all of the owners are sailing away in new yachts with Bentleys on the back. Send a check. Checks are still the most secure form of financial transaction that you can have. It is a physical document. It has to have a signature. It has to be written out and you have to have the corresponding checkbook when it comes to checking the fraud. Checks are very, very secure. And we do, we still do a lot of checks with investment now for people sending money off. Even if someone intercepts a check, it is very, very difficult to get them to send that check to themselves. There's been a a scammer. I mean, firstly, they they've got to intercept the check, which is difficult in the first place. Then they've got to get the money over to themselves. Virtually impossible. And following point, security checks. There are checks in place to make sure that when you redeem money, that it is for the right reason to the right person. Lastly, reject cold calls. And if you're unsure, talk to us. Give Applewood Independent a call. Let us get to the bottom of it for you. And we can help you. And we can't help exclusively with, with absolutely everything, but we have a common sense here. We're not emotionally attached to a guaranteed rate of return or an amount of money you've got to send overseas because you've won a lottery and you need to send them 50 grand to unlock a million. Come and talk to us. Investment scams are everywhere and we don't want anybody to fall foul of them. I hope that this podcast has been of use to you. If you have any other questions don't hesitate to come to our website, applewoodindependent.co.uk, send us an email, give us a call in the office and come and speak to us. And we'd be more than happy to help. So thank you again for tuning in to A Dab of Investment. I look forward to seeing you all soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Dab of Investment. Please remember to subscribe and review and visit applewoodindependent.co.uk for the latest on wealth management and financial advice. See you next time.